I don't know, mate, but if your gynecologist gave you a cream, you should probably, I'm sure that rash will clear right up. Hello and welcome to episode five of We Called It. I'm Lewis Reeves. And I'm Joe Ball. So for anyone watching the podcast on YouTube, like, subscribe, please. We're in a different environment. Yeah, new venue. In your flat? Yeah, house. House. You oh. do say flat multiple I times. Do say yeah, flat. I've noticed you say it quite a few and it's, I've let it go. Yeah. It's a house. I just think people in London live in flats. Yeah. I think that's what it is in my brain. Yeah. Do you like it? I do like it. And the girls are lovely. I get it. I know. Yeah, do you? So why is this... So what, what is going on here? If, for anyone that's not watching on YouTube, like, subscribe to our channel, please. I am surrounded by bits of artwork, crystals. What's that? A manifestation, manifestation. table. I mean, this whole area really is... It's interesting. Yeah. It's like the inside of your brain. It is, it actually is. Tabs, multiple tabs open constantly. Constantly, with a bong, with some flowers in. <laughs> That's actually a vase, so... Mm, okay. Yeah. It's like when people say, oh, the weed is for, like, my glaucoma. <laughs> oh, why is this? Oh, because I've got a dodgy wrist. <laughs> no, it's because you want to get stoned, mate. Yeah, it's a good area, isn't it? Fills us with joy. Uh, what I'm really interested about, actually... Go what, on. Leonardo DiCaprio behind yeah, me. Yeah, he's nice, isn't he? Hanging out. He hangs out with us a lot. I don't care how hard you manifest, <laughs> Leo's not coming knocking at your door, mate. You don't know. You're about two decades too old. You don't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No. Just I... for Leo. Yeah. Well, no, he's actually... Oh, he goes younger. He... Yeah, mate. Yeah, I know. And actually, saying on that, he gets a hard... Uh. He gets a hard... He gets hard. I know he does. I don't understand the problem. No, he can date who he wants. Well, within saw... reason. Legal. Let's just clear that yeah, right up. Yeah, because that's, you know, fresh. Yeah, let's not... <laughs> let's not go down that Let's route. not go down that. Let's not open that. I do not condain... Condain? condain. <laughs> oh, this is getting good. Good luck, Matt. Yeah. Cheers, mate. We're drinking mimosas. <laughs> I fell in love with him in Romeo and Juliet, if I'm honest. Baz Luhrmann's. Yeah. I think I've heard of it. <laughs> Only a little one. Yeah. Li- little, li- little blockbuster. Yeah. Actually, I did see him in Basketball Diaries, though. He's very young in that, that, but I did fancy him then too. Yeah, I, thought I had his haircut. Did you? Yeah, but really heavy on this side. Yeah, it's still... And I would, I would... Yeah, it is still actually. Yeah. But no, it was really... Over. A bit flock of seagulls, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can remember being in like primary school and like twisting it around and like trying to make it look like it had just fallen like that. Yeah. And then I'd sort of like look at the girl that I fancy and be like... Yeah. Oh, you were that one. Yeah. But yeah. I probably just look like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sweaty mess. I had the Rachel cut. Everyone had the we Rachel. We all had the Rachel cut. I did not have it well. Mm. And I don't think a lot of girls did, really. Which is a shame, because you've got lovely hair. Thanks, mate. So have you, Lewis. Oh, shut so up. Have you, I, don't, Lewis. I wasn't even fishing for that so compliment. So you, Lewis. Shut I actually up. never give you a compliment back when you give me one. Yeah, it's been noted. Come on then, talk to me about this. What is what is this manifest? Like, so you've got all these things. What yeah. is... Because I've done a little bit of research on... Research, a bit of reading on manifesting. Yeah. This week. And what, what is manifesting? What is this table? What is it about? Can you, can you share that with me? Yeah. So it's all, all things on that. We put all things on that that we want to like, yes, go go get, strive for, mm-hmm. see, yeah. fill with good vibes. There's a lot of hard work on that table. Yeah. That we're bringing to... Here we go again. You're a stroke. <laughs> but is that a thing then? So you put like, you manifest something that token or yes. you write something down and then you put it on this little table yeah so i've got a couple of scripts over there julie's okay. got a couple of bits laura's got that bit yeah. joe joe needs to add hers 
And then over here. And what is, is that like a seance? I'm being really naive. No, here. you just put it there and you give it good thoughts. And then we get okay. the sage out. Right. I do this most days, if I'm honest. It's not just to clear negative juju. It is also to just like clear the space, bring a new energy to it. It's not all negative. Like, like if you've done like a bad fart. Yeah. Get that that's out. That's what I should have given you earlier. I know. You've Thanks got for a that. Rotten tummy. Um, and then here's all our crystals. Yeah, I knew you were going to pick that one up straight away. Because it shakes, look. It's a jade penis. Why would why would you have a jade penis? I mean, I actually think that this was given to me on a necklace, if you can believe it or not. Because right. it's got the two... A cockless. It's a cockless. Yeah. Okay, nice. I have some men like that. No, I haven't. That was rude. <laughs> that was rude, and I take it back. <laughs> should, should I tell you what I thought was really interesting about um, manifesting that I've sort of like read up on this week? Because I always thought... <laughs> just leaning in. Yeah, what I came to the realization of is it's manifesting isn't like just like putting things out there in the sense of wishing for something yeah. like wishing for tremendous wealth or, you know, getting that film or that job that you want. It's about doing the work on yourself. So you're, you're in order to be, so you're ready for when that moment comes around, yes. which I realized then it's just about doing the hard work. Yes. That's how you manifest. Yes. Which is why so many people, for example, if you were to win the lottery, you lose all that money because you're not ready for it. No. You have um, to be ready to receive. Whereas like Laura, she'd be super ready for it. She's ready for it. So you've got to have yourself prepared. You do. Like anything. And I was like, oh, when I thought about that, I was like, ah, oh, that's that was a real sort of breakthrough for me. Because for me, it was just all a bit like, oh, if I manifest it, no. put it out to the universe. You've got to attract it yes. by becoming that behavior. And also what leans into that, because that is it. Mm -hmm. But what leans into that as well brings us full circles. I think we've covered it before, but it's gratitude. Mm -hmm. Finding the things within yourself, yeah. not that bring you joy. I'm not on about like, oh yeah, going for a walk brings me joy and all that. It's deeper than that. It's on a profound level. Do the work on yourself. Mm -hmm. Set your manifestations, set your intentions, be grateful every day Yeah. for everything. I like I liked it and I like making that breakthrough because it made me feel like it's more it's attainable and it's more it made me feel because I'm I'm just a bloke I like to do things like logically yeah yeah of course so it made it feel oh it didn't feel like oh manifesting is airy fairy it felt more like oh this is a real thing that I can implement in my lifestyle to get what I want yeah. On which any I, level. Which I'd never really made those connections before. So I thought that was really interesting. You've got a surprise for me. I have got a surprise for you. I've I've done the uh I've done the celebrity endorsement this week, Lewis. Okay. I'm excited. Um I've got some ridiculous surprises lined up for you. Okay. They all came at the end of this week. I was very open. I did a sound bath, didn't I, on Monday? Oh yeah, you did, yeah. Changed my life. Is it Hasn't a, 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 a date with one of the Spice Girls? And actually, you hmm. have just planted another seed if I'm honest. Have so, I? Brilliant, love it. Watch this space. Celebrity endorsement then. Yeah, you ready? Hey Joe, Bully, it's Claire Cooper here. I'm so sorry it's taken me so long to get back to you. Um, I've just had more important things to do with my life, to be honest with you. I had a baby, got a toddler, running businesses, auditions, filming, podcast too, so, <laughs> you know. But yeah, your podcast, it looks ace. Yeah, really well done, congratulations. Yeah, don't really want to be a part of that though. So yeah, just wishing you good luck and uh, hope it goes well. Oh, well, that's quite positive. That was quite a positive one. I think I know who that is. You wouldn't know her. What do I know her from? So she was Jackie McQueen in Hollyoaks for years, but that was decades ago. I loved a bit of Hollyoaks. Did she do 
Hollyoaks After Dark. Do you remember that? It was a bit racy. Yeah, that was a bit racy, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Is that where you saw like half a nipple? Yeah. Ooh. And then you'd go off and think about it. Yeah. Or no. if you uh, you'd rewind and then keep playing. Yeah, or pause it. What's going on with the VHS recorder oh. back there? <laughs> oh, I think it's jammed. Yeah. Don't come in. <laughs> Have I ever told you my mate's um, excuse for masturbating? We were like best mates and... Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, they Snoop Dogg. Again. He's running he's gonna end up on this podcast. He's... We should stick him on the manifestation table. He's going on it. So to not get interrupted, we, there was a, a mixtape from Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, but it was basically a porno. This is for the G's and this is but for basically us. it was like it was like people people would be like rapping whilst getting doing it. Filated. Oh. So I think it was a way of basically like Getting a porno, you get your parents to buy your porno and they didn't know they'd buy yeah. a porno. Yeah. He used to say, he'd say, oh, don't come in, I'm making Christmas cards. <laughs> and we were all talking about this like many, many years later and his mum, we were all like sort of around the dinner table having a few drinks. And she went, yeah, Jamie, that would have been far more believable if it wasn't June. <laughs> Excuse. Don't come in and make a Christmas, Christmas cards. cards. I used to um I used to run a bath. So my mum must have thought I was the cleanest kid. You just run a on bath. the estate. So yeah. you do it in the bathroom. Yeah, so my mum would be like, He's had eight baths today. <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember coming out one time, my and my stepdad, I had I had the wank mag. Yeah. And I'd fold it in half. Classic. And then I'd stick it down the front of my of my uh, of shorts and then pop the shirt over. Yeah, no one would know. Then just bowl out. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, what is that? Oh, Dad, you saw that paintwork out there, mate. <laughs> and then one day, my stepdad happened to come out at the same time, and I sort of jolted, which meant the magazine moved ever so slightly. And he went, "What's that?" And I realised now he knew exactly he what, what it was. was. And I just went, <laughs> <laughs> then ran to it, ran to my room and was just like, oh my God, kill me, kill me, kill me now, kill me now. I never did it. What? Don't do it now. I think Terry's dog got something to say about <laughs> that. Tracy, oh, Tracy's Terry. dog, I can never remember her name. I like that it's Terry though in I your like, world. It's yeah. better. So Claire, that was Claire. Claire, thank you so much. That was brilliant. You, so you had a sound bath this week. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, sound bath was amazing. I'm gonna and that's the end of that story. No, Thanks and that's so much. the end of the story. <laughs> um, I I was pretty tired, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. It was on the top of a rooftop, Nobo Shoreditch, Nobu. No, what is it called? Nobu. Nobu. That's how bougie I am. Mm. On the top of the roof, the sky was so beautiful. The sun was out. It was all laid out. Beautiful what, crystal gongs. And for people that don't know, what is a sound bath? So the leader of the sound bath creates musical tones using crystal bowls or brass gongs and things like that and it's done in such a way that it sets you it was like a massage for your inner body yeah, it's like therapeutic with sound waves isn't it it's gorgeous yeah it's unreal but i was really tired mm-hmm. and i sat in the middle of my two friends mm-hmm. and I, I looked at one of them i said i yawned and she went just to let you know i did fall asleep last time and literally within five minutes i was <sighs> disturbing the hole and every now and again because I'd wake myself up and I'd be like shit so there was guaranteed someone there how much was the ticket by the way it was 44 pounds but for, worth every penny right for, for a good you got kit va- you got vouchers for a good kit 
But what I love about that is that someone was probably like trying to get all zen. Yeah, that and I then know. You're just going. I know who that someone was as well. It was a lady. Passive aggressive. I came out of the toilet at the beginning of the whole thing, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, in those environments, you talk, you go, "Hi, oh, how are you?" Yeah, even if you don't know people, because it's nice. Right? Everyone's there for the right reason. Yeah. yeah. So I come out of the toilet, and I went, "Sorry, I was a bit long. I was changing." I wasn't. I was having a poo. I wasn't. I was changing. So I was changing, and uh, I came out. Sorry, I was a bit long. It's all right. It's all right. It goes with the rest of my life. And I was like, oh, okay. Ooh. I said, are you okay? No. No, I'm not really. I've been written off at work, and this woman who is supposed to be in charge of getting me counselling sessions at work hasn't booked it. Hasn't booked it. So I'm here now, doing a sound bath, forcing some zen on myself. Let's hope it bloody works. Let's hope it bloody works. And I was just like... You know, you know what you need to do with those situations? You should just turn around and go, well, it's probably because you're a moaning Han, <laughs> <laughs> you need to turn that frown upside down. Well, if you want such a mardy cow and had saggy tits, you'd, you'd probably get somewhere. <laughs> See you later. Bye, Han. Yeah. What did you say to her? I just said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about that. I said, yeah. I, she said, I don't even know how to turn a computer on at the moment. I'm not answering my phone properly. I don't know what's happened to me. And I just went... And she went, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's all right, Han, it'll be okay. Right. So I bet it was her I was disturbing with <laughs> the snoring. I think everything was disturbing her. Yeah, everything was. You know, we were talking about Alan Watts, who's a philosopher, uh, amazing philosopher that I'm really enjoying reading and listening to at the moment. He talks about meditation, and but embracing all sounds. Oh. So that's how you get into active meditation. You have to incorporate everything. So yeah. it's not about like Switching silence off. and nothing, no. nothing. If there's a bloody pneumatic drill, yeah, it's probably going to be harder. Yeah. But it's like welcoming all the sounds. And then through that, that logic and that physical act, you can then, then they drown out. And then you become, whereas if you're fighting to not hear them or if they're agitating your being or your persona, you're only, you're only ever going to be fighting that and you're never going to get to a place where you want to be. You've got to just let them all happen and not... um not make excuses for them. I love this, right? Because we did it on the roof. Mm. She was leading it and she said at the top, like, we're outside. Obviously, we're going to have outside noises. You're going to hear the cars, the siren, yeah. the plane. She said, just embrace them, which is what you just said. Take yeah. it all in. And I remember in the bit where I wasn't asleep, I heard a plane. But do you know what happened? What? So I, I was in like the in between. I could tell I was in, in between. Yeah. But I was really relaxed. So I was totally like gone. Um, and I heard the plane coming over and I saw like this massive, this, you know, when your eyes do that thing and you can either see dots or you can see black or mm. something happens. I heard the plane and then my vision went really white, just like bright white. And I was like, oh, and as I heard the plane, I had a vision of me on top of the plane, but like grabbing it. I think that's because I keep saying, Chewie, you wing walking. So it's in my mind. Like, um... What's the lady from Game of Thrones? Targaryen. Targaryen. I was, like I was Targaryen. But on a Boeing Daenerys, 747. Targary- and I was on it like that. And I was just loving it. I was on the plane, holding, just zooming all around in like the freedom. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then when I woke up, I, that is when I looked at Laura and I said, oh my God, I hope I don't die soon because I'm having a really nice time in life right now. <laughs> she went, oh, hon, it's okay. And then I thought, if I do, at least I'm going to die really happy though. Yeah, ironically... I'm not putting that out into the universe, please. Ironically, you were in such a deep sleep, probably everyone in that room was like, is she fucking dead? Yeah, she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's... She's either dead or she's definitely on her way out. But to round this off, I do want to say, 
You know, last episode I said we were talking about superstitions. Yes. And I said to you, this topic has made me want to change my ways. Okay. I want to like not be superstitious for a minute and just see how it goes. How did it go? I came out and I saw three drains with Laura. I was okay. very relaxed. I was I was literally so like, oh my God, drifting. Oh, so straight out of the sound bath. Straight out of the sound bath. And we decided to walk to London Bridge because we were like, it's a gorgeous night. Embrace it. Let's take it in. So we were floating and I saw the three drains and I looked at Laura and I went, hold on a sec. Do you know what? Give me a minute. And I walked over them mm. and I thought, brave. And then when I got to the end of the three drains, mah, riddled with anxiety. <laughs> right. I was like, no, I cannot do this. I stopped and I looked at her and I went, no. I said, I, I don't care. I don't care if they're negative superstitions. That was hard work yeah. walking over those three drains. Okay. Sorry, I'm still going to avoid them. It wasn't worth the anxiety that I felt afterwards. Well, it's instilled in you. So you it's probably have to, have to learn behaviors. Yeah, so you have to remap it if you really want to get rid of it. Don't know if I want to that bad. I've got other things I yeah. need to remap that are bigger. <laughs> There's all the re the rest of the past trauma that yeah, I need to past trauma. Yeah. I need to rewire that. I don't care about the three drains that much. It's not that massive on my life, but I am not going to walk over them again. Do you want to hear the section for the week then? <laughs> yeah. So it's an oracle one. Oh. Oracle. 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 So this is, um, I want to say an entity, actually, they're so oh. big, um, who has had their finger on the pulse for quite some time. And actually, since we've been telling people that we're doing the podcast, they have literally, I would probably say every other person has gone, oh, you're doing The Simpsons? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess we could do. And apparently, this, I didn't know about this, apparently The Simpsons have had like these incredible future prediction sort of powers happening for decades. I, I I can't lie to you because that would be wrong during conversations over the years that the Simpsons have predicted a lot of things in their episodes and a lot of shit has come very, very true. It's incredible. So. I think there's something in that myself, but that's a whole nother episode, if I'm honest. Oh, well, what, like manifesting it, do you mean? No, I just, I just, I want to know how, like some of theirs have been so big and so spot on and so far in advance. I'm just like, how? what is well, that all about? Like what? Ho hopefully I'm going to help um, enlighten you on that. Yeah, because there's something bigger than us, remember? Yeah, also, but there's like the nature of infinity. So let, let's let's start at the beginning. So the nature of infinity, if you had an infinite amount of chimps uh, and an infinite amount of typewriters, eventually you'd get the complete works of Shakespeare. Okay. Um, so if you're doing something for long enough and you're doing a sitcom and it's about the culture around at the time, you're generally going to get things right from time to time. But I agree some of the visuals that The Simpsons have got is eerily spooky. The scale as well. The scale as well. The grandness Definitely. of what they've predicted is uh, unbelievable. And there's so many. I've not been able to get them all into the podcast today. But if you do, if I miss any, please flag them up because I'd love to read more and we can share them on the podcast at a later date. Yes. Quick quiz then. What year did The Simpsons first air? See, I want to say like late 80s, but I was go, late. Go, you got now, go. 89. It's 1989. Shut up. Let me see. Oh, are you joking? 1989 is the first airing of The Simpsons. It's still happening. You've got something going on, man. I know, I told you. I told you weeks ago it was on the turn. And hopefully that cream will help <laughs> clear that up. 
So there's been 34 seasons, 750 episodes by creator Matt Gronin. It's the longest running primetime animated series and longest running sitcom in the United States. I mean, that alone is unbelievable. It's impressive, isn't it? Yes, it's ridiculous. Now, they've been interviewed about this countless times. And their thing is they bring in experts and, I didn't know this was a thing, futurists. So a futurist is someone that would look at current events, whether that be the stock market, socially, things that are happening, and then they make predictions in order to make money or whatever. They're a futurist. They study, study patterns of behavior, and they're like, well, this might happen, right? So that's perfect for the podcast. We have to get someone on like that. I didn't even realize that was a thing. No, I didn't, and we're so getting that on. So they get experts like that. They get scientists on, and then you know, from that they make they make assumptions and make a you know a, a guess, I guess, or they're predicting stuff because they are time travelers. Number or one, they predict stuff because there's some serious tea going on. Up there's top. some serious tea up top. Or one of my theories is, which I'll come to is they're drip-feeding us information. That's what I'm on about. I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I know. I hate that phrase, actually, as well. Conspiracy theorist. I'm going to take that out. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No. I just believe there's a lot of big shit going on there, bigger than us. I think it's good to question things. I think it's very good. Go on, carry on. Just wearing tin hats is a bit too far, I think, (laughs) Joe. Okay, so number one, and it seems obvious now, but is Donald Trump becomes president. So in season 11, episode 17... Uh, one of the most famous episodes of The Simpsons predicting the future is Bart to the Future. I love a good pun. Yeah. Back to the Future. Back to the Future, of course. Funnily enough, do you know, so I love, I'll always eat at a place that has a good pun. So like the Codfather. Yeah. Things like that. And there's a kebab van in Bristol. I wonder if you've been there. Uh, have, do you know what I'm talking about? All the best. It's, it's got an amazing pun. Go on. It's called Jason Donovan. <laughs> I don't know it, but that's amazing. It's so good, isn't it? And I it? would want to eat there just because of that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think I, I saw, I'm not sure if I'm like, Matt, you're going to have to bleep this person's name out and I'll cover my mouth. I'm pretty sure. Mm. And they were on Class A Narcotics. Um, <laughs> eating at Jason Donovan one time. It's so but, good. I need a picture of this. If and, anyone can get us a picture of Jason Donovan. Oh, so good. And I, I tell you what, Matt Davis, my mate Matt Davis, will be able to complete that mission. I Matt take, Davis, I want a picture of Jason Donovan. Uh, well, if you can get a picture of Jason Donovan with coked up. <laughs> Even better. Eating chips at it. Is amazing, which actually is quite impressive to be able to eat when you're on cocaine. Yeah. But anyway. So he, he was there. You saw him, did you? Mm. I was just having a kebab and I was like, fucking hell, it's... At Jason. Unbelievable. Okay, so in this episode, back to The Simpsons. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Bart is shown a glimpse of what his family is up to some 30 years in the future. While Bart has become a total bum, Lisa has just been elected president. Her predecessor... Donald Trump, that's Donald right. Donald Trump. Uh, which is meant... It's hard to fathom now... Because at that time, so this is around 2001 or something. That was way before it, wasn't it? So that's the equivalent. So he's on The Apprentice and things like that. So that's the equivalent of Alan Sugar becoming Prime Minister. Well, and like one of our cartoons, like Percy Pig, guessing it. Yeah, it's absolutely mental. Do you follow on Alan Sugar on Twitter? No, I don't. I came off of Twitter, actually. I mean, my profile's still oh, open, but I came off it. You do right, but he is... 
He's basically just old man grumpy. Oh, really? See, that's why I came off it. I can't be dealing with some of the negative juju that gets spat out on that thing. Have you seen there was a TV show called The Responder with Martin Freeman? Yes, was I that- saw it. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Really, really good. Gritty, edgy. Yeah, gritty. Martin Freeman's pretty sexy in it, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, I think he's pretty sexy anyway. He had me at Tim in the office. I was done. Talent is sexy. And yeah. Plus, he's an attractive male. Yeah. Um, uh, Alan Sugar tweeted this. Why did the BBC make Martin Freeman speak with a Liverpool accent in The Responder? It's set in Liverpool. Hard to follow what he and the other cast are saying. No disrespect to the, of the people of Liverpool. They are nice down-to-earth people. My wife gave up watching. She said she couldn't understand a word. That's what he's tweeted. He got so much flat for that. If you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at don't all. Don't say anything at all. So that, that's, that's the equivalent of... Him becoming president. Him becoming the prime minister. What made it? What made the this prediction of Trump becoming president even more interesting? I think is the visuals, but also the fact that um, Lisa opens up her like inaugural speech with "We inherited quite a budget crisis from President Trump," which at the end of his tenancy in 2021 proved all too real, since his administration oversaw the third highest deficit increase of any president. Although I will say that in our lifetime, I've never known any president, prime minister come to the end of their tenure and everyone went, huh, well, that was brilliant. We're all quids up. What a fucking great job he did. I've never known an end of a tenure and we're all like, yeah, that was great. I wish he'd stayed. I wish he'd stayed. Uh, but maybe that's more our psychosis. But what's really interesting, and hopefully Matt will chuck up the visuals now, is if you look at the the visuals, this is... <gasps> See, this is where I go, no. They know something. There is higher power at work, and I stand by it. So the Simpsons are, have depicted Donald Trump with Homer Simpson coming down an escalator with loads of people with signs coming around, and it's pretty spot on. She even looks like Homer Simpson. <laughs> She's if got Homer Simpson looked like that... <laughs> I'm gay, mate. But it gets, it gets, it gets, it gets, on, it gets no, even sorry, more, um, more spooky. Go on, go on. No, I really can't wait for this. No. In her inaugural speech, look at what Lisa Simpson wears, and look no. what at look at what Vice President to Joe Biden Kamala Harris is wearing on her inaugural day. They're both wearing a very bright, bold power suit, female um, suit they- jacket with pearl Pearls. necklace. And pearl earrings. Isn't that a st- so strikingly similar? Want another one? You're not yeah. over that, are you? No, I'm not over it. It's the visuals. It's the visuals. They top it off. Uh, and if you're struggling to paint the visuals at the moment, if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple or Google or wherever you get your podcast, you can flip over to the YouTube channel. Hit the like and scribe, subscribe button and have a look there. Uh, number two, this is a uh, football one, so it might be a bit boring for no, you. No, I don't mind. Um, okay, well, this is called uh, a FIFA scandal, and it's involving the World Cup. So season 25. <laughs> In the 2014 episode, you don't have to lie to the... Oh, no, you don't have to live like a referee. Oh, I'm pissed now. <laughs> Homer is selected to be a ref for the World Cup after FIFA reveals that all the refs have been bribed and aren't reliable. The FIFA exec in the episode says... I myself am about to be arrested for corruption before then being hauled off in handcuffs. Just one year later, 
FIFA would be rocked by a very real bribery scandal and almost 40 people were charged for bribery, racketeering and conspiracy. The investigation provided evidence that many World Cup host nations were winning their bids through bribes, including 2022's host nation, Qatar, who spent millions of dollars to secure its win. They're either making amazing calls there or, or they're future predictors or they, like many of us, hear rumours, hear rumblings and they're drip feeding us bits of information in order to get it out there. Maybe they're like Robin Hood type figures. I think it's the latter. Makes sense, right? Because there was this theory that they were part of the Illuminati. But I actually... Sorry, who? The Illuminati. Illuminati? Illuminati. I... Illuminati. There ain't no party like an Illuminati. So I've heard that they were in the Illuminati. <laughs> so Bronte and the Illuminati were talking to Beyonce and Jay Z, who were part of the Illuminati. The Illuminati. <gasps> that's not a triangle. You know it. Have you cool. seen Psycho? Yeah, pretty... yeah, yeah. I think it's Illuminati. Illuminati. But. Can we say it like Illuminati forever? I think it's the latter. Yeah. I do have a very strong opinion on this, actually. I think it's the latter. I think they know some stuff and I think they're trying to drip feed it to us because no one else is. I would agree. I think so. I'm going to come back to Lady Gaga because she's in the prediction, but I'm going to pick up from what you were saying because this is the one that gets me really excited. And it's much more along the... Are they predicting the future or are they drip feeding us information? Drip feeding. Because don't you find like, I feel like uh, in the news, sometimes if you like, if an article or a piece of information comes out and it's like, look at this bad thing, we've exposed this really bad thing, it gets that moment of attention and then it's gone. Mm. Whereas I think if, or and like people can then say it's fake news and then there's debate and it sort of just gets pushed under the carpet. Where I think if you're slowly drip feeding information, it goes into people's psyche. Oh, yeah, it becomes you... part of conversation uh-huh, and uh-huh. thinking. But also, you know what? On a side note of that, yeah, the reason things... I have a theory on tabloids and the reason we get told certain things that we do. I mean, it's a whole fucking other episode, really. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's... It comes in and goes out. It's just covering up a load of other stuff that's really going on. So then you've got someone like the Simpsons who are just drip feeding. Drip feeding because like... they know that's a better way to get the information. Yeah. <gasps> we because should... tabloids are just full of turp. Which is a great idea. We should do an episode called the Tin Hat episode and we get all our best conspiracy theories out. Yes. 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 I have loads of them. Yeah. Let me get my scroll out. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, but I don't like calling them conspiracy theories. I think they're alternative realities for what's going on. You, sometimes you're too bloody deep, mate. You're so deep. You're so on the bloody money. So, 1995. It's called PTA Disbands Episode. Principal Skinner, do you remember him? Were you yeah. a fan of The Simpsons? Yeah, I watched The Simpsons. Yeah, I, I the Simpsons. But I, I did have phases of it. So I've never been like a full-on avid fan. Yeah. But I have had phases of watching it. Yeah, me, exa- me too. And then yeah, Family yeah. Guy came along. Family Guy, that That's just, where I'm at. Yeah, I'm Family yeah, Guy all the way. Family. <laughs> Who's your best Family Guy impression? Do it. If you had to pick someone, you had to do it. You got a gun to your head. Peter. P- Peter. Oh, Peter. Lo- there's that Lois. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your Peter to your Lois. Okay, great. <laughs> Peter. Oh God, this must be so annoying to listen to. <laughs> Everyone's tried it. Yeah. Okay. So Principal Skinner is accused of making cutbacks on everything at the school with the canteen lady saying, 
Um, there's very little meat in these gym mats as she's forcing a gym mat through a meat grinder, which is a very specific and obscure thing to put in. So that's in 1995. Cut to... 2014, and a petition created by blogger activists. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Va- I'll prefer it if you get it wrong. I know you will. Vani Hari. Sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Uh, or it's like Vani Hari, which is what I wanted to say. <laughs> For that one. <laughs> Vani Hari. AKA Food Babe. That's what she's called. Urge Subway to remove. Oh, here we go again. I'm so bad at reading. Azodicarbamide from its bread. That sounds about right. Okay, so she she pick up a penguin. <laughs> she petitioned to get this chemical removed from the bread. It's a substance that is also found to make yoga mats. Just days, and after quite a bit of public backlash, later Subway agreed to phase out the ingredient, which they did, but in 2016. So there they are in 1995, putting gym mats into a meat grinder. And there's Subway using um, isodicarbamide, which is a chemical used to make the yoga mat spongy. I thought you were going to say spongy. Um, and that's what they used in the bread. I eat Subway a lot. Why? I've I, never, like... I have never understood this. If you could go to like a proper sandwich shop and get a baguette, it's so much fresh. And then go into Subway where you know there's like so much sugar and shit in it. I do need to revoke that because... Because I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I have only eaten Subway in emergency situations or when I worked in a shopping mall. Yeah. And that was the healthiest option. Okay. Or... Sorry, what's an emergency situation where you need a 12 inch... Oh. Foot long. Foot long. You know, and, and I'm talking about eating. Obviously. Di- actually, let me rephrase that. Digesting. Digesting. <laughs> when do you need to digi- digest a 12 inch foot long? Like, if you're out on a trading estate and you're like, I need some food. It's very specific. All I'm hearing there is, I'm hungry, so I had a Subway. Subway. Yeah, okay. It's not really... Like... We're going to work out what emergency means. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think we need to do some work there. Yeah. I would go boutique in any other, you know, situation, though, if I'm honest. I would support independent places. Which is fresher. Obviously. I don't want to eat a yoga mat with with my tuna and cucumber. Definitely. Is that your go-to? Tuna and cucumber. You don't like fish, though. I don't like fish. I love tuna and cucumber. But I would eat anything, probably. Actually, do you know what? Stop being so bloody judgy. You enjoy your bloody tuna and cucumber, yeah, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. I like it. Just don't get it from Subway. No, all right. And Subway, if you're coming at us, jog on, mate. I'll pick up back on Lady Gaga. In 2013, in the Springfield Super Bowl concert, in which Lady Gaga opens the gig on high wires with pyrotechnics, which are sort of coming from her boobs. Um, she comes in like this. This is the visual on high wires, flying in, and then cut to the 2017 Super Bowl where Lady Gaga comes down on high wires, you know, for the uh, for the Super Bowl. And they are two very, very similar-looking images, aren't they? I've got a thing. But, but just, just a quick one. No, on. Is that that shocking? Because... One of the most biggest singers in the world is gonna open the Super Bowl. No, I'm That's sorry. That's what you get. It is but this, shocking, this, Lewis. Look at it. It would only be shocking if it was like Chaz and Dave. <laughs> rabbit, 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 rabbit. Yeah, rabbit, yeah. Rabbit. Like fucking. Hell, do you see who opened the Super Bowl? You're like, I don't know. Beyonce. Like no, Chaz and Dave. Dave. <laughs> Mental. It was Chaz and Dave, Snoop Dogg, and Lady Gaga. 
One, two, three, it's to the four. Dave Chaz and Dave and Lady Gaga at the door. <laughs> They're incredibly similar, right? That is unbelievable. And I cannot wrap my head around it. I'm shook it. What, the image? Yes, it's the images for me. And I do have to say, though, I've just thought of something. What if the Simpsons have been putting this out there, right? Uh-huh. But real life has been going, that's what we need to do. Yeah, that's interesting. That's what we need to do. My brain went there. Lady Gaga. L Lady, Gaga. Lady Gaga. I like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is going, I've seen the I've Simpsons. Seen the Simpsons. Let's fuck with them. I think Nature of Infinity, some celebrity is a massive fan of The Simpsons and they've gone, let's do the thing that was on The Simpsons. Siegfried and Roy probably didn't do that when in 1993, there's like an episode on them and the tiger attacks them. And then something like a year later, their tiger attacked them on stage. They probably weren't like, oh, Siegfried. They're like, yeah, babe. Should we get the tiger to attack us tonight? Just, I love it. Like they did on The Simpsons. Yeah, and it happened live in Las Vegas. No. Yeah, that's another one. And there's loads and there's loads and we're running out of time, so I can't go through them all. So please do look them up. And that's The Simpsons. That was I, unreal. Th there's loads. You there's know loads. they did there's the like Twin the... Towers as well, right? No, they didn't. Yes, they <gasps> did. Google it now. No, we can't Google it. Why? Because we've got to Google something else. Oh. You sent it to me yesterday. What is it? What's been in the news very prominently that The Simpsons have Well, it was called? something that I said I didn't trust weeks ago on submarines. episode one. Submarines. The Simpsons fans say the show predicted the submarine disaster, which is incredibly tragic and obviously horrible, but very funny. No, no not very funny. But very funny in the sense of mm. odd that you were that we in episode one, which is coming out next week. These are all pre-recorded. Let you in. Which is coming out next week. That submarines came up, and you were talking about how sinister they are. They and are you sinister. And I you do not trust, trust them. them. Yeah. And the week we launched, what happens? One goes down. That's their job, isn't it, to go down? <laughs> it's their job to go down. We didn't come <laughs> back up again. Was the problem? Searching for treasure with my long-lost son. They stumble upon the remains of a massive ship filled with treasure, like the Titanic, but their excitement is cut short when the submersible gets stuck in a part of the barrier reef. I would just say that's something very similar. I wouldn't say there's anything future predicty about that. There isn't, but it kind of... Where did they even get that from, though? Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's that much of an out there concept to go discover treasure and to get in a submarine. That's not, I know it feels very present right now. Yeah, I don't know, but why are they bringing it up right now then if it's just a random cartoon doing a, an episode about a submarine? Why are they bringing it up? Because there's been a submarine disaster. Oh, I know. <laughs> why are they bringing it up right now? Well, because it's relevant now. My thing is, I'm going to say this, I have to say it. Go on. I get what you're doing. I get that we want to investigate the ocean. I get that you're in a position where you can take these people down and investigate the Titanic and everything. Mm. There's a part of me that just wants to say, and I'm sorry to the families, and, I'm so, and it's a horrible loss of life and all of those, and I do deeply respect that. The other part of me goes, you've got a lot of money and you've paid to go down to unsettle a lot of lost souls that lost their lives down there. Leave them at peace. What do you mean unsettle? They're not walking in on them having a banquet. No, but they're going down Fuck there it, sniffing I'm, about. I'm trying to sleep in here, mate. Two miles under the sea. Don't disturb the peace. What do you mean? Why am I pooing with the door open? <laughs> Why are you down here and chuffing submarine, lad? What do you mean disturbed? Don't get involved. That's your airy fairiness, that. No, don't get involved now. 
That's but that's also- and also you've just paid how much to go down there? They've been telling you for so long that it's not okay to do that. The whole in, in this this vessel seemed quite. Um, they ran it with a Nintendo, with a PlayStation remote. Yeah. Why are you going down that far? Leave them. Leave them be mm. a minute. Take your money and let's put it to some more use because we've got kids walking fifty thousand miles for a tub of fucking water on the oh, planet. Well, that's that's capitalism in general, isn't it? <laughs> but the devil's advocate in me says it's their money; they can they're free to do with what they want. Well, obviously, and the way, I and the see way that side too. I wouldn't personally. Some people go uh, cage diving with sharks. I'm like, don't disturb that. Play with feathers, you get your ass tickled. Is what I think about shark diving. And that is the tea. And that's the tea. And that's the Simpsons. All right, third and final section. It's time for the quiz. Matty Boy is not here. Um, again, he's busy by the looks of it, being Bear Grylls. And he's yeah. got, he looks quite buff, doesn't he? He does look very buff, very active. Look at his eyes. His active wear. Piercing like... blue pools. Give me Daniel Craig vibes. All right, let's see what he's got to say. So here's the quiz. And I think, if I'm right, you're beating me 3-1. So for anyone that doesn't know... Come the end of the come the end of the series. Whoever has the lowest amount of points has to do a forfeit, and we'd like you to DM us at all our socials at We Called It Podcast and let us know what you think the forfeit should be. I think it should be a lovely spa day away <laughs> for me, which is what it's looking like at the moment. I've still got time to pull it round though. Right, okay, here we go. Here's the quiz. Hello. Hello and welcome back to another We Called It Predictions Questions with producer Matt and I am in another garden. It's really sunny and nice. I don't have a tripod, so I'm leaning against a book. You look fit, mate. Let's get on with the scores from last week. So it was 3-1 to Joe. And question number one from last week was, will it rain at Glastonbury? And I can exclusively reveal that Lewis said no, Joe said yes. The answer is yes. What? It rained on the first day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bollocks, 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 bollocks. It rained on Tuesday. No, it didn't. It rained on Wednesday. It rained on Wednesday. This is absolute nonsense. It's not. It's not because I saw it happen on Wednesday and I was like, oh shit, I've just won the next but one. But doesn't it open Thursday? No, don't get technical, Lewis. It started on Wednesday. Oh, and it don't rained get technical. On... Don't get technical. It's because he's losing. How did you run the 100 metres in seven seconds? I just took a load of steroids <laughs> and anabolic drugs to help my performance. Oh, don't get technical about it, though. Don't Bye. be a sore loser, Lewis. It's really embarrassing on you. <laughs> All I'm going to say is this is disgusting. This is an absolute disgrace. I told you I was getting superpowers. Next question was, um, there was a band on the lineup called The Churnups, which everybody knew didn't exist. So that was going to be a secret band. And I asked, who was that band going to be? And Lewis guessed Oasis and Joe guessed Busted. The answer, in fact, was um, Foo Fighters. Oh, of course, they won last night. Wow. Yeah, they were insane. Wow. Yeah, I know. What a great surprise. I know. The final question I asked was, will Chris Martin show up because he's always there in some capacity? Uh, Lewis said no. Joe said yes. And as of right now, the answer is no. In your fucking face! It's still as, as of now. So, um, my first question is, uh, I'm going away to Italy on Monday, which I'm very excited for. But where am I going? 
um, closest city wins the point. Okay, where's he going on? I, I've got a really strong vision. Me too. Yeah, it's either Croatia or Budapest. I could be saying that because they're my dream destinations right now. Croatia especially. Please get me over there. Not to get technical, because I hate... I know you hate getting technical, but Croatia's not a um, city. Rome, he's going to Rome. So that's very far away from Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you can't think of a city in Croatia? Yeah. Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik, yeah. I'm going to go... Sevilla. Where? Sevilla. Sevilla. <laughs> Seville. <laughs> My second question is, I have a tub of herbs over there and vegetables that I'm growing. Um, what are they? Point per correct answer. Basil. <laughs> I don't know any other. Parsley. Do you know what the ironic thing is here? You've got think. a wooden box in that garden that says Joe's Herbs. And you can't think of a fucking herb. <laughs> Time. Basil. Mint. Oregano. And then final question, um, the new Indiana Jones film is releasing this week and I want to know how much money box office gross will it make in its first weekend? Indiana Jones film starring... Another one? Yeah. Harrison Ford's in this though and... Um, uh, I normally know things I like worked that. with the, the guy who's playing the baddie in it, I did Sandman with. What's his name? I've got his name. He's in Narcos. I forgot you did Sandman. Yeah. Oh, so I don't want to talk about it's it. It's embarrassing. Honestly, price of fame. It's embarrassing. I spent the whole day with Stephen Fry, locked in a um, in a green room, but I was so ill and everyone was freaking out. It was around COVID, everyone's freaking out about me. But me and Stephen Fry, you know, a national treasure. treasure. I spent the whole day with him, but I was so ill, I just kept thinking, oh, fucking shut up. <laughs> and he was giving me this, like, I would, any other day, I'd have been like, Oh my God. And because um, I'm doing the football documentary and he's a big Norwich fan. So we were talking about football, we were talking about everything. And I was trying to be present. And I was like, oh my God, Stephen Fry, I love everything you do. But I was so aggy and so ill. Like I had to have a towel around me because I was sweating so oh, much. Mate. And then they'd get me on set. I uh, just kept thinking, put a cake in it, mate. Which is like, what a treat. I'll probably never get that again. To yeah, be but what, one -on -one I with think that's Stephen a better Fry. story. I like stories like that. Yeah, but way better than going, oh, I had the most, you know, profound conversation with... In the end, uh, Stephen, bruv, come... Put a sock in it. Honestly, I'm mate. dying it. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of this and I need some of this. <laughs> yeah, we know you love Norwich. Can we just... It's not all about you. All right, because I've got a splitting hard. headache here and I've got to be on set there in a minute. <laughs> Uh, also, very sorry, Steam Fry. I'm a massive fan. I love you. Like he's watching the podcast. He will be. Box office. How much is Indiana Jones going to gross in its opening weekend? $43 million. 86 million. That's much, that's much more realistic. Fuck's sake. We'll find out next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love it. Love it. We absolutely love doing Having this. Having the best time of our lives. We want to keep doing it. If you can, do us an absolute solid. Rate the show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Give us five stars. Even if you think it's shit, just leave it on in the background for a bit. Mute us. Just let it play. We've all done it. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Like, subscribe to the channel. It really does help grow the show. And we want to keep doing this because I love it. And I love, I love spending time with you. Oh, yeah. No, okay. oh. Oh, I love you too, mate. Right, I'm going to have a lie down. 
Yeah. I'm a bit pissed. Yeah, I'll a little bit. I'm going to a two-year-old's birthday party now. Oh, you're going to have the best time. What a gorgeous afternoon to do it on. I don't want to do it. COVID-19, COVID-19.